Live from our studios in upstate South Carolina, this is Track Chat Live. I'm dropping the hammer. No, you're not. Your destination for local short track coverage from the Carolinas to Northeast Georgia. He didn't slam you, he didn't bump you, he didn't nudge you, he rubbed you. And Rubin's son is racing. Race results, breaking news, and interviews from track promoters and drivers. A show designed for racing fans by a fan. This wreck, 33, came off the bottom and wiped us out. Asphalt and dirt combined. Track Chat Live starts now. Here's your host, Just Jeff, alongside track champion and upstate racing legend, The Rocket, David Roberts. Rocket Man. Here we are, Track Chat Live, on a Monday, August the 14th, 2023. David Roberts, how are you doing, sir? I'm good, boy, I'm good. I did it to myself again. I've got two Davids in here, so I need to come up with something to kind of help with the confusion. So I got David Roberts and I got David Darnell, so maybe Double D? Double D. Double D. Double D. Double D will be better. So, did you have a great weekend? Because mine was crazy yesterday, uh, Saturday. I did have a good weekend. I didn't, uh, we didn't do a whole lot, but yeah, it rained us out Friday night, so I just sat around. Saturday, I just piddled in the shop, and that's about it. Saturday, I got this bright idea that I was going to work on my project truck, and it was supposed to be like a 30-minute fix, take a caliper off, make sure it's not you know stuck put it back on or replace it if i needed to well that turned into a (laughs) four-hour job i had nick thunder come over and help me and we ended up replacing the brake line both the rubber part and the metal part so you you broke the brake line well it wouldn't come it was that was what was clogged up on the truck the brake line there was no brake fluid going through to the caliper so we tried to fix it by you know taking the rubber part off but we couldn't get it loose from the the metal part of the line so we had to end up cutting it and then you know how those things they do not come pre-fabbed or you know with the bends on them so we had to bend i mean we made like three trips to the part store <laughs> started the ordeal started at 4 30 and it, it it lasted to like 9 9 15 so yeah yeah so your projects need to start before lunchtime it sounds like yeah, well, it was one of those things where it was supposed to be like easy little thing, but mm-hmm. you know, Nick came over and, and thank goodness he did because he was a tremendous help. Here I am, I'm got this do-it-yourself project going on, trying to get my truck running, but you know, I got brakes now, so I'm not you know worried about going through someone's house. Well, that's all that matters. <laughs> and I've also went down to uh, Troy's Muffler, one of our proud sponsors here at Track Chat Live, and I got me a Carnage performance exhaust all right and you talking about mean if you've seen the paint job on this truck i mean it's it's oh i've seen it yeah you've seen it (laughs) well now it's it's also you can hear me so people can see me coming and they can hear me coming so anyway this is and it'll stop (laughs) yes it it will definitely (laughs) stop so i am good to go now so we've got a lot to talk about First off, David, thank you for, you know, willing to swap around. You know, we had the, the show last week for, for Marty Ward, and, you know, you were supposed to be on last week, and things, you know, happened there, so we had to kind of change our whole show around, but we thank you for agreeing to. Hey, no problem. Thank you all for having me. Hold a week off and then come back in tonight. Track Chat Live, who is this? Uh, you know what? This is Ron Barfield. Who is this? This is Track Chat Live. Just Jeff and the Rocket, David Roberts, and also Double D, David Darnell. How are you doing, man? <laughs> What's going on? It's Ron Barfield. Just so, calling you about the race at Wyatt Anderson this weekend. Oh, man, we're excited to hear all about that, and we're excited to be in attendance on Saturday. So what you got for us? You know what? You know, not very. You don't see a lot of straight rail cars run around here anymore. I mean, they pretty much old late model sportsman type days. You know, in the all pro type cars, you don't see those cars very much because they got you know pretty much replaced by the late model stocks. But uh, the uh, Carolina Pro late model is a straight rail car, basically like what the late model sportsman was back in the day. So, uh, gonna have a uh, hundred lap race for them. Uh, we got the uh, Carolina Crate Modifieds, which is a, a modified with um, the uh, 602 crate motors in them. I got my Mass Street Stock Series going to be there. 
Uh, looking forward to that. I think it's going to be really good. We we run street stock cars in that deal, if you know what I mean. I try to I try to keep all the um, the late models and stuff like that out of that class. So um, uh, me and Drew's doing a deal with the um, with the Legend cars going to be there uh, this weekend. So I'm really looking forward to working with Drew. And um, Pure Stocks are going to be there, and the Vintage class is going to be there. So uh, 7 p.m. is going to be the green flag. Uh, I'm going to do a uh, – it's going to be Saturday, so a little bit different there. I think I think Anderson got rained out this past weekend, didn't he? Yeah, we uh, had a little rain out deal. It, the weather just wasn't looking good, and you know how people are so fickle. If, if they even hear about rain, then they, sometimes they don't tend to show up. So it's one of them deals where you didn't want to – lose a lot if you know you tried to race and people didn't show up i think the weather ended up being you no know, not so bad but it's one of them deals you like roll the dice and, and gamble so yeah you try to you try to save people some money if you know to keep them from traveling you know if it looks like it's going to be a bad time or or whatever there so you know but around here friday i thought it was a pretty good call because i mean around here friday it rained pretty hard around here so uh friday afternoon so yeah i'm looking forward to it i mean last year we went in there and done the race and um uh, it was a it was a really really good race. Expecting a few more cars this year um, to be there. So um, uh, you know the Mass Street stocks always exciting. And uh, but the Carolina Pro Late Model deal, you got to save your tires. If you don't save your tires, you'll be burnt to buy tires off of them. Yeah, what kind of tires are they on, Ron? You know what? They're running new Hoosier F forty fives, and um, right. you know the modifieds, the 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 crate modifieds are on forty fives also. The crate series they get off of the the wide car, the wide tires on the modified and get on, you know, like an F45, which I will tell you, if you've had any dealings with the wide tires on those big modifieds, they run fast for about three or four laps, and then you got to ride around and save because they're so soft. Yeah. And, um, you know, what they say, it was it's 600 horsepower in a prayer or something mm-hmm. like that. You know, I can't remember the, the saying that they have, but, um, you know, really, really, those modifieds are race cars. I mean, if you've ever drove one of them, man, I'm telling you what, they, they are they are a race car. So, um, you know, just really looking forward to it. Really to get looking forward to going up there. We're gonna have a we're gonna have a special last time we had a we had an intermission which we made everybody laugh, so we're gonna go up there and try to make everybody laugh and you know, missing my buddy Marty Ward up there, I'll tell you what, going up in that area we're gonna have some stickers up there for the guys with the race cars. We're gonna be really missing him. So, um you know, just really looking forward to it. A weekend off. Dillon Motor Speedway's closed up, so you know, um, I pretty much use pretty much all the staff at at, uh, at Anderson. I mean, um, definitely. I mean, they they got their program worked out up there, and and um, not looking at coming in there and changing a whole lot of stuff. Just kind of coming up there, put a race on, and have a good time. So uh, go up there and see Sylvia, make sure she's okay. Maybe I won't scare her to death by putting all the race cars on the racetrack at one time this year. <laughs> yeah, that, that scared her to death. But I, you talk about making people laugh. I've got a, I, I'm, I'm talking with someone tomorrow. I've got a great event for the kids this, uh, in the works. So uh, I can fill you in later. But I think it's going to be something great. It's a partnership with a local uh, group in the upstate. So I think it's going to be a great time for the kids on Saturday night. And I tell you what, last season, when you guys came up, we had a blast just hanging out with some of your staff. The, some of those tire changing guys, they're pretty funny. But uh, anyway, we yeah, appreciate it. Well, we, we have a good time. I mean, you know, we, we have a good time. I mean, when we went up there, we went up there and had a good time. And I mean, y'all were so, y'all were so easy to work with. And, and uh, I mean, we really enjoyed it. I mean, it was, um, you know, I, I, since I closed up in August at Dillon Motor Speedway, I still got to go to a racetrack. So I might as well go up there. Maybe in the mountains, it's a little bit cooler than it is down here. I don't know. It ain't too much cooler up here. We'll just have to wait and see about Saturday. Hopefully, it'll be a little bit uh, cooler than it was today. But, Ron, thank you so much for calling in. We're going to cover the rest of our race results, and we will see you on Saturday. Sounds good. We'll see you the weekend. All right. Thank you. Mr. Ron Barfield from Dillon Motor Speedway going to be up here this weekend at Anderson. I think he pretty much covered all the things that are going on there. So, David, I think. Anderson and Dillon, yep. I mean, so. That all the Dillon folks will be up here, so that'll be good. So, all right, we'll move on then to Florence Motor Speedway. No race schedule. Their next race is Saturday, August the nineteenth, and uh, I think it's the back to school or Bell and Bell. I can't remember. Bell and Bell was last week. Bell and Bell was last race. Okay, so we got Hickory Motor Speedway, and their results was late model was Connor Hall, 
And if I'm not wrong, Connor, they had two races. Connor Hall won them both. Then uh, Super Trucks was Clint King. The limited late models was Chase James. The Street Stocks was Johnny Reynolds. And the Renegades was Austin, Justin Austin. And their next race will be August the 26th on a Saturday. King Sports Speedway, the Concrete Jungle. The late model sportsman was Jacob York. Street Stock was Luke Fox. Pure 4 was John Keatron. The beginner front-wheel drive was Joshua Collins. And the mod 4 was Kevin Cantor. Their next race is Friday, August the 18th. And that's a special day, and I'll tell you about the August 18th here in a minute. Okay. Tri-County Speedway, no race scheduled. Their next race is uh, Saturday, August the 19th. A Cars Tour, $30,000 to win. Man, that is going to be some more race right there. Oh, yeah. 30000 That's mm, That's a lot of money. Mm. Then the Southeast Super Trucks, they make their return to September the 9th to Lonesome Pine Speedway. Down at the pine. Down at the pine. Now, that's way up there in the pine. Way up in the pines. <laughs> yeah. It's way <laughs> in the pines. So, I got you. So that's our asphalt coverage right now. And we'll. I'm ready to hear about this October 18th. Well, I got to wait. That's a special day. Okay. When do we hear about it? Well, maybe later. That's the reason. I say it's not just my car number, but it's the reason it's my car number. Oh, is it? Yep. You going to tell us the story later? It's my 44th wedding anniversary really wow. yep where oh we man you never tell me this stuff in time so i can like get balloons and decorate yeah, uh, the studio and exactly then, the reason I don't and that's it. probably why yeah <laughs> all right guys that's our asphalt report we're going to take a break and we'll come back with our special guest mr double d david darnell when we're back here on track chat live Fatso's is a small barbecue sauce company that delivers big flavor. Founded in the mountains of North Carolina, the amazing taste has helped Fatso's expand to South Carolina at multiple Ingalls locations throughout the upstate. Their all-purpose rub and mopping sauce leaves your mouth saying, wow. Try Fatso's barbecue sauce today. For more info, find them on Facebook or email Company at gmail.com. Brookshire Collision has been serving the upstate for 39 years with the best hands-on service that will leave your car looking brand new. Their certified technicians cover foreign and domestic vehicles. All insurance companies are accepted along with free estimates by appointment. Call today at 864-288-9875 or stop by 115 Murray Drive in Malden and talk to Beamer. Tell them you heard about it on Track Chat Live. Man, that car sounds good. Oh, you know, it's just that Carnage exhaust I got at Troy's Muffler. Troy has kept the upstate sounding great with the latest muffler trends and their very own custom exhaust for over 35 years. If you need custom exhaust work, repair, or to diagnose a problem, they've got you covered. Home of the world-renowned Carnage Performance Exhaust. Call today at 864-964-9667 to schedule an appointment or visit troysmuffler.com. Tri-County Speedway is the place to be in 2023 for Saturday Night Thunder that shakes the mountains in Granite Falls, North Carolina. Featuring Lake Model Stock, Limited Lake Model, Renegade, Pro Bowl Drive, Outlaws, Street Stocks, and Full Body Vintage. Cheer parking is available, so load up the family and bring them to Tri-County USA. They serve a wide variety of concessions along with great racing that will leave you on the edge of your seat. For a complete schedule, visit PTriCountySpeedway.com. Electric City Pizza is your downtown destination for good times and great food. Come meet some friends and cheer on your favorite team on one of their nine TVs. Try the lunch buffet Tuesday through Friday from 11 to 2 for only $9.99. They are open from 11 to 9 Tuesday through Sunday for your call-in or sit-down meals. Check their Facebook page for daily deals or stop by 305 South Main Street in downtown Anderson across from the Blakely Station. When you hear that sound, it's time to call Jock White Collision Repair. With locations at Easley and Pickens, they will make your visit to the repair shop simple and stress-free. Jock White Collision stands behind their work and guarantees you'll leave 100% satisfied. Stop by today for a free estimate or visit their website at jockwhitecollision.com. Don't be despaired. Jock White will get you repaired. 
JW Machine Fab is Fountainia's choice for machining and fabrication needs. They offer a wide range of services that includes milling, AutoCAD design, and welding with an on-site installation. If you're not sure how the final project will look, they will create a prototype version to help you better understand the outcome. Their top-notch quality and quick turnaround has kept them competitive in today's market. Call them at 864-423-3690 for free estimates or visit jwmachinandfab.com. This is David Darnell. When I want the best short track racing coverage, I listen to Track Chat Live. Track Chat Live, Mondays at 6 p.m. on 104.7 WRIX, Electric City Bluegrass. Back here on Track Chat Live, Just Jeff and the Rocket, David Roberts. Getting ready to talk to our special guest tonight, Mr. Double D, David Darnell. And I tell you what, we've had some great stories already, and we hadn't even cracked the mic with David yet. I'm, I'm very excited to hear what all he has to say. Yeah, he, yeah, you got a lot to say, don't you, David? I've been around a while. You you make up some stories, you know? Yeah, they just, they just <laughs> sure kind of flow, don't they? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So, so, Mr. Number 28 in the mini stock. So, I always like to ask first why number 28 where'd that come from well uh me and my brother we built our first car back and built it in 91 and uh couldn't decide what number to be and uh my daughter was standing there my first daughter crystal she was a davy allison fan and from the start she just became that on her own i was a daryl waldrop fan my brother was a bobby allison fan we were standing there bickering between the two and she just said why don't we make it davy allison so Hey, how can you fuss with that? That's right. And uh, we were all Davy Allison fans also, so... Uh, no, wait. Uh, which which daughter was that? That was Crystal. Crystal, My oldest okay. daughter, Crystal. Yeah. Because you got two daughters, correct? Uh, yeah, I've got two daughters, Crystal and Lena. Okay. Yep, sure. And, uh, but that, that's how it became to 28, and, I, and I'm glad. You know, I'm glad that's the way it wound up. We uh, tried to keep the body scheme the same as Davy and them running their cars, the number and all. Just kind of become ours also, and... Uh, we wanted to represent it well, and we've always tried to do that. And uh, but uh, that's that's how we became to twenty eight. Well, you have represented it well, and, and that, yeah. So so Crystal come up with that, and and, yeah. uh, and that's pretty cool. Like I say, you've, you've done good with that. So what? So you told us your first you first started ninety one. Ninety one. Yep. And where was that at? That was at Anderson Speedway. Uh, my nephew, uh, Robbie King, he raced out there. He helped Jason Keller, and they had a car. Uh, he ran when he went out there with Jason and got to going with him and watching. My brother, Butch, he was he raced at Greenville Pickens with Floyd Powell, David Pearson, and those guys. So we've been involved in racing all my life. You know, right. I've been going to races forever. But uh, got into many stops out there. And when we got into many stops, we went to the junkyard, and we bought a Pinto. We built it, showed up to the racetrack, might have had $800 in the car. And, wow. And at that time, they were about 30 mini stocks. And uh, first night we rolled in the gate, I rolled a number one peel. So I never never driven one, but drew number one, started on the pole, wound up running third most of the night, getting in a wreck, going to the rear of that mess, and coming back and finishing 11th. So, you know, that was still a pretty good finish to start with. And, uh so that's that's how we got started. Yeah, that's, that's kind of like uh, that's kind of like when I started. That's my first race was Anderson, which it was dirt back then. Yep. And and lo and behold, it was a Shrine race, and I wound up running third in it, my, yep. my first ever race I ever drove. So 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 you is Anderson about the only place you've run? Well, I ran some at Riverside. I uh, ran a couple races down at Peach State when had that. Ran a couple races at Greenville Pickens when they ran the mini stocks out there. Had good finish out there so we've a little bit not not too far away from anderson so so let's go back you said riverside so you slung a little yeah. mud oh yeah yep yeah. yeah rupert he uh he kind of got aggravated <laughs> with us one night and <laughs> not, sent, not rupert yeah sure did and i love it uh he uh he sent us home for eight weeks one time so uh we just go take the windshield out of it and lock the rear end in it and we go to riverside the next week and my brother Wayne, he he helped me with it at the time. I was sitting over there strapped in the car, and he was said, "Oh, it's just like Anderson, just like Anderson." Well, 
when I went out to pit gate, wound up down in the mud, <laughs> never even straight got across it down straight the- across <laughs> down in the mud. Never got it up into the racing groove and up to speed. So I came back and I said, "Bud, that ain't nothing like Anderson." Now was Anderson me. still dirt at the time? No, it's asphalt. Okay. Yeah, we had an asphalt right. car up there on dirt. So, <laughs> and there again, I drew the number one peel. Oh wow! So when I go out to start the race, I'm actually up in the racetrack. So I, I'm not in the mud. So we okay. I go start on the pole, and after the heat race, I won the heat race. Run away from the field with it, but one of those richard johnson motors at the time so uh won the main event first race there so we done good with it a few weeks in i spent out coming down the back stretch and a guy last car on the field he didn't see me so he total destroys our pinto for us over Mm -hmm. there so that was our last riverside adventure Uh, by then i had made buddies back with rupert and we built us another car and went back to anderson so and what year was this probably that was probably 93. 93. Yeah. That's, mm. yeah. Wow. yeah. Not the Pinto. So did you yeah. did you like the dirt? Oh, yeah. I liked it. Sure did. Sounds like it is. Like, yeah. like a yeah. duck in water. You just, just went right just to just it. fell right in once I got up in the racing yeah. groove. Yeah. <laughs> it was a duck in the mud to start with. It was, <laughs> it was hard getting across that racetrack yeah. and getting it going around. It, it sure was. slid down in the yeah. mud. That's that yeah. the only thing about that place. Yeah. That's you, cool. You kind of up over the hill, then boom. Up over the hill and straight down in the mud. So that's where we stayed. And, uh. I was trying to get it up out of the mud, and when I came around, I saw the red flag. I said, well, I just will get up in the infield now. So I just came up in the infield, and I was shaking my head all the way back to the pits. No, this ain't going to be good. We had some fun up there, though. We run several races up there and won a couple, got through out of most of them. But, hey, we were just up there for the fun. Right. And, and, you know, Jeff probably don't know, but like in the 90s, like then, you could take a car like that. Yep. And you could... Take the windshield out of it, lock the rear up, and go you run. Sure there. Could. Well, you, I've heard you say that before. Like you would be at Greenville to race, and it got rained out, so you'd load up and go race dirt. Remember? Yeah. My, well, I didn't, but my brother did. Okay. And we'd be at Greenville and get rained out, haul buggy back home, unload it, take the windshield out, put the dirt tires on, change the gear, head to Fountain Inn. Yep. I saw uh, Terry C and Steve Brown with those Vegas. I saw them do the same mm-hmm. thing. Leave Anderson, go to Riverside win races so yeah yeah. i mean and that's when more affordable you could do it you could go to different places i mean it's gotten it's gotten so out of hand really in a lot of divisions a lot of things that you you can't do that anymore probably probably your front wheel drive cars can front wheel drive probably can can, yeah Yeah, Yeah. i I know a lot of guys who maybe the pure stock pure stock making also a little bit well some do come down because i laugh at some of them more yeah they they go around mud falling out of them going down straight away but (laughs) but now with uh with our mini stocks if you don't concentrate on what you're doing at anderson you're backing up so so you don't have time to try to take it anywhere else do anything else with it you you better and we're gonna we're gonna touch on that and i on our next segment i want to you know dissect what you were talking about earlier and we can kind of explain to the folks who are listening you know where this is going and how maybe to put a, a well to where break it's come on. from and where it is yeah, now yeah. Yeah. there we go yeah. i want to hear the story we were talking about it off the air but how you got introduced to uh johnny subtles and how that whole deal came about with the the car you were racing with him Cause that, yeah. that was pretty cool how it all worked out yeah well i knew johnny for forever you know uh but uh, we bought a car from Johnny in early 90s that he came down there and won some races in. And uh, people just didn't want to have to race against Johnny at that time. Johnny had the money to do anything he wanted to do. So he was above everybody else as far as the ability to buy stuff and do stuff. And, and if you're going to race, you want to buy and do the best you can. So, But we bought that car, and it had a Richard Johnson motor in it. And uh, we went and won 15 races with it that year. And, uh, but then later on, I wound up, I think it was 2012, I didn't have a car. And I was walking down the pit road there, and Johnny asked why I wasn't in the race. And I said, well, I don't have a car. So he just reached in his pocket and tossed his keys to me and told me where it was at to go get it. Well, well I wouldn't do it because it being Friday night. So it wound up raining the race out. So Saturday morning, then he called me bright and early you coming to get it so I, yeah so i went and got it had eight brand new tires i took it home got the seat comfortable 
took it back to the racetrack on Sunday, come from the rear and won the race with it. So he sold me the car for 1200 bucks. He had more than that in the tires and the wheels, you know, yep. and said, you can pay me along. So by the end of the season, I'd paid him about 600 bucks, I think. And at the end of the season, he said, we're even. You don't owe me anything else. That's your car. Wow. So that's, that's just the kind of person Johnny Suttles was. You know, he, uh, he'd give you anything he had. Yeah, you know? I miss seeing him run the racetrack. Yeah. He, he was just that kind of guy, you he know, sure do whatever he yep. could for you. Yep. And, of course, you know, his stepson, Russell, he's, Russell, yep. he's kind of picked up and started racing some as yep. well. Yep. And, and that's why number. I was so quick to help Russell. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll help Russell with anything I can. Uh, that's the way Johnny did me. And uh, so that, that's why I help Russell. So. Good deal. Yeah, Russell, he's a good one. He's, you know, he's coming along a little bit. He's, yep. he's calls me and talks to me. I've tried to help him a little bit. My son spots for him. Yep. If you're listening, Russell, you got to stay out on the front straightaway a little longer before you enter three. I've been on him and on him about that. Yeah, well, he uh, <laughs> he called me one day, and he was having some trouble with the car, and the car just wasn't up to speed. And he he didn't know if it was him or the car, so he asked if I'd come down and drive the car. And I don't like to do that. I don't like to go, and when somebody's already got a lap time that they've got, I don't like to go get in their car and, and outdo them or make them think, feel bad about mm-hmm. themselves. So, but I did. I agreed to go and do it. I got in Russell's car, and I went out and warmed it up a couple laps. And when I took off in the car, car drove better than mine did, you know. I turned some real good laps in it, and four or five laps, I brought it back in. And him and his dad came over, and they said, well, it's not the car. So, <laughs> you know, that they knew that the car was good, the motor was good, so then Russell just needed to work on Russell. Yeah, so, and that's what and, I tell him. I mean, you know. And that's what I still tell him, you yeah. know, just uh, work on getting the car through the corners. It'll go down the straightaway. Yeah. Now, I'm hearing if you take and soak those tires in fatso's barbecue sauce, it give you a little more, make you know, yep. a little tenth or whatever. Yep, if you just know where to put it. That's that's the thing. So, and which one to use. So, tell, <laughs> tell us about that whole deal, fatso's. Well, um, my son Brad, he, uh, he was at a family reunion and tried some of it. And when he came home, he called me and just told me how good it was and I knew it had to be something special or he wouldn't have even called about it, you know. So uh, he had got in touch with a gentleman just wanting to buy a bottle of barbecue sauce. And a couple of weeks later, we wound up buying the business from the guy. Went up there and we'd done some taste testing and just saw all the awards and things he had won with the sauce. So we knew it was the real deal. And uh, since we've got it, we've probably presented it to thousands of people. And the only one person that didn't like the sauce was a lady that was probably 85 years old. And she stood and tasted all three of them. And she just looked me right in the face. And she said, I don't like none of those. <laughs> wow. I said, hey, everybody's got their own taste. You know, have a good day. And she walked on off. Yeah. And well, that's, you should that's see the only me. one person. So. <laughs> I, when I go in Ingles, like if I'm walking down the barbecue sauce aisle yeah. and I see you know, if there's somebody else on the aisle and I'll and I walk past and I'll be like, Fatso's, hey, I, I know I know these people that make fatso's. I'm I'm chasing yeah. the hug, you know, I want people yeah. oh yeah. So yeah. I feel I feel important when I say I know the fatso's people, so Well, anybody that, that <laughs> eats it, they, they love it. It's a it's a real good sauce, not just because it's ours now. Uh the original recipes that we have for those three brands, we've not changed them or anything. Those still come from Roger Jennings, the gentleman up in Bryson City, North Carolina, that established it to start with. But he did give us some more recipes that we're working on. We're trying to come up with a little hotter. A lot of people ask for a hotter sauce. So we're working on something like a peach habanero sauce out of one of our original sauces. So hopefully for long, we'll have that. Breaking and news I, here on Track yep, Chat Live. Yep, that's so, it. That's there it. we go. So, well, well, tell us, where can we buy this stuff? Uh, it's in some angles. Uh, we're having some trouble with some of the angles. They won't leave it in one location. Every time they have a reset, what they call it in the store, they move the local brands and stuff like that. So people's having to hunt it, always calling, oh, we can't find it, so we'll have to find it in the store for people. So we're having some problems with that in the angle stores, but it's in uh, most of the local angles. We've got it in some roadside markets, Winslet's and easily the... Mile Creek Market over there, and Six Mile, it's there. And uh, hit us up on Facebook. I'll bring it to you. you well, know, I'll tell we'll you, it's, you, it is located, the, the Ingles on 81, up from the racetrack. They do have yep. it in there. Yeah, they have it. 
So, but if your local Ingles does not have fatsos, you go talk to the store managers and say, "Hey, I need some fatsos barbecue sauce because that stuff is good." Yeah, well, I was it is talk, it's good. I was going to talk to them in Great Court, but we don't even have an Ingles down there, yeah. so I don't know what that. <laughs> well, you didn't talk to manager there. Well, I had a I had a doctor's appointment last Thursday, and he told me that I needed to. Uh, cut back on the pork and the red meat and stuff like that. I said, Doc, you ain't talking about the same pork as the baby back ribs and the, the beef briskets, are you? And stuff like that. He said, Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I said, well, Doc, you're going to have to give me some more medicine because I'm probably not going to cut back on that stuff, you know? Yeah. So, oh, that's good. Yeah. Uh, give me some more blood pressure. Yeah. Medicine. I want yeah, some really? more ribs. I told him, I said, Man, I own a barbecue sauce company. How can I quit eating that? You know? <laughs> that's right. Well, we're going to step away for a break and we'll be back and we're going to talk a little, we're going to go in depth with the mini stock class and kind of where it's going and how to, you know, where it's come from and where it's going and try to get some insight on that. When we're back here on Track Chat Live. When you don't have seconds to spare, call On Time Heating and Air. When you want fast and reliable service, On Time Heating and Air has over 55 years experience. They'll be there on time for your heating and cooling needs. They offer same day and after hour service for your convenience. Their professional courteous technicians will be there on time to discuss your situation, make recommendations, and show you the first price so there'll be no surprises. Visit them at ontimesc.com. Are you tired of your garage floor looking dull, cracked, or stained? Exquisite garage floor coating can transform your concrete surface in as little as one day. We offer custom flake systems in multiple color combinations, metallics, and stains. Protect your concrete surface and add value to your home by turning that plain garage into a showpiece. Contact us for your no-obligation free quote. Find us on Facebook or go to eqfloors.com today. Don't settle for anything less than exquisite. No one likes to drive a car that doesn't shine. Take your ride to distinctive details and let them give it that new car look. Nick and the gang are sure to make your car smile with their excellent detail experience. From cars to trucks and anything in between, they are guaranteed to give your vehicle a showroom shine. Call 864-234-0341 or stop by 212 North Main in Malden to give your ride that new car look. Pet supplies for all your fur baby needs. Shop Valston's has the perfect accessories to make pampering your pet an easy task. Grooming supplies, water bowls, and jewelry are just a few of the things you'll find at Valston's Pet Supplies. Located at shopvalston's.com, they are just one click away from making your shopping trip a desirable experience. Visit Shop Valston's today. Do you want the best garage doors? Do you want the best installation? Call 864-451-8883. Covering the upstate with a five-star reputation that was earned through great customer service. They're ready for you around the clock for routine maintenance or emergencies. Mention you heard this ad and receive 25% off new purchase. Don't fool with the rest. Call Best Overhead Doors or visit bestoverheaddoorssc.com. This is a rocket, baby. Well, I want the best short track racing coverage. I listen to Track Chat Live. Track Chat Live, Mondays at 6 p.m. on 104.7 WRIX, Electric City Bluegrass. Back here on Track Chat Live, Just Jeff and the Rocket. David Roberts talking with mini stock track champion from 2022, Mr. Double D, David Darnell. And we're going to dive into. Let's ask a few more championships. How many of those you got? Well, uh, I was told I needed to mention this on the air. Uh, Scott Hamby, everybody knows Scott Hamby. Oh, Lord. You know, if you don't know him, he's going to make sure you get to know him. (laughs) But uh, he's got three. And he brags all the time. He's got belts he carries and everything. Uh, but uh, he's got three. But I've got six. You know, six. I, I've won six. And the way we count up, that's twice. Twice as twice many. As many yeah. yeah. So, Mr. Six yeah, we got six. Yeah. Yeah, I knew, I knew. And a lot of them have been here. I mean, when did you win your first one? I won the first one in 98 wow. was the first one. Yep. Yeah. And then, uh, then it 
it took a few years. Let me see. The 2001 was the last year they had the A-mini division. That was a division that was above the B-minis. They had, had the bigger tires, the carburetor, the headers. That was supposed to have been the difference in those cars. But I won the last championship in the A-mini division in 2001. So uh, then it took a while. You know, uh, that, that mini stock division's always been one of the most competitive divisions out there. Yes, it has. And uh, there's some guys that, that come out there after you every week, you know. So it took a little while to win another one, but uh, I won it uh, 2011. Then I won 16 and 17 back-to-back, and then I won last year. Yeah, I think I, I won 16 17. Yep, yep <laughs> so, sure did, yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that was two good, some good yeah, years. Sure was. <laughs> yeah. They took it easy on us those years, didn't they? That was the David years. Yeah, wasn't sure it? So, so I know right now you you got some things going on health wise, and yeah. and you you got Austin Northcutt driving your car. So yeah. I mean, he's continued to go and drive it a yeah, little bit. Yeah, he's going to drive it in the Shrine race, and then uh, well, actually, what our intentions was that the uh, Carolina Mini Stock Challenge Series. That's a little traveling mini stock division that travels around mm-hmm. some of the best mini stock drivers in the nation run run that series and uh buster and bj and them they go run with them they do real good every time they go so they represent our area and our drivers real well when when they go run with those guys but uh they're going to run at tri-county i think in september and uh so we're trying to get the car set up for that and get austin in the car and get him comfortable in the car we want to go up there and make a good showing for that. Got a motor built for that race and got some stuff special just for that race if we get to do it. So that's, that was our whole intention with getting Austin in the car now. Yeah, yeah. yeah Austin's a good shoe. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I couldn't have got anybody any better. Mm-hmm. No, 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 I don't believe you could. When, uh, when we're down there and testing and practice, as soon as he pulls that car to a stop, it's it's business. You know, mm-hmm. it's what the car what what to do what what it needs what what i'm feeling you know yeah. and somebody like that it can relate that back to you that's something i can't do you yeah. know uh if, if it's rolling it's and if it's loose <laughs> i'm good with it you yeah. know yeah. but he's a little little pickier yeah. on what he wants and everything and uh but uh i've really enjoyed working with him and david yeah. uh randy smith he's right there with us randy's with us every week uh so yeah, but that, that's what we want to do. Yeah, I don't know Randy, but David and and Austin are good people. And you know, I've helped Austin some a little bit last couple of years. And and yes, he, he gives you good feedback when you're yep. trying to work on yeah, something. He sure does. He, he's, he's real he's good, real in tune with what's, what's yeah, going on. Yeah, he can feel stuff as I just can't feel mm-hmm. in it. You know, mm-hmm. uh, that might be something to do with age. You know, well, some of my feelings that I don't have anymore. Yeah. I guess it's, it's like me probably since I've been leasing cars out you know especially jock white i've had to go back and think about what i do mm-hmm. normally when i drive i don't think about what i don't think about it yep. and i just it just happens i just yep. do it but now trying to help him i have to go back and yep. I think more about my feet i think more about my hands i think yep. more about you know a lot of things to try to help him where before and you're probably like me you just done it so long yep that you just you just react and do yep. it yeah right well, uh, I'd, I'd actually never seen anybody else drive my car. Henry Vaughn had drove the car once back in 2005 or six. Sometime back, he had wrecked one of his cars, and I let him drive mine. But I don't. I didn't ever go watch him. You know, I just mm-hmm. he took the car and they done it. But the, the first time Austin drove it, it was probably the first time I'd ever seen anybody else in it. And hey, it, I, I was good with it. You know, he yeah. done a real good job with it. He wound up finishing second that night couldn't ask for anything better you yeah know? yeah so, you can still yeah. get the high but it's a little different oh yeah high, right? yeah. yeah it's different yeah, yeah it's now, different. speaking of austin driving is is not to get personal with your uh whatever you have going on but what's the prognosis of you being able to get back in the car well uh hopefully within the next month they're going to do the surgery on this hole that's in my breathing diaphragms it's nothing really major it's a little more critical than i had been thinking it was you know for a year i thought it was nothing it's something you can live with but i found out last week that it's a little little more than that but it's nothing critical it's nothing it's a simple operation if everything goes good i'll be back out of hospital the same day if they actually have to cut me i'll have to stay overnight if they can't do it with the laserscopic stuff uh, so it's nothing major but hopefully by next year i'll have all my wind and breath back and i'll be able to come back out there and 
beat up on BJ and Ryan Howard and Chad Campbell and them some more. <laughs> yeah, I miss that part of it. Yeah, we we definitely miss seeing you. Not that Austin Austin's done a great job, you know, yeah. filling in, but we yeah. miss you know seeing you out there. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm supposed week. to be there. Well, that's the way I feel. You know. Yep. Even so, though they will have the race without me, I still I'm supposed to be there. Yeah, Rupert proved that to me a long time ago. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. So so let, let's get into this mini stock deal. And I know you you know shared some stuff with Jeff and me a little bit about wh- where it started and where it's come to and where it's going. As financially wise, it's, it's going in the wrong direction. I, Would that I, be a thing? I think so. I mean, you know, as a racer and a race car driver, uh, you're always supposed to want to go faster, you know, let's, but that's normally when you're chasing somebody, you know, uh, I've won a lot of races, hope to still win some more. Uh, but I'm t- got to where I got to looking at these guys that I helped, you know, back in the back of the pack, uh, fourth, fifth, sixth place on back, how they struggle and the desire they have to just run up front they don't have to necessarily win but they just want to compete with me compete with ryan bj you know if you can come out there and you can compete with us and you competed with some of the best that's out there in the mini stock division and that's what they want to do and that's not happening you know uh and the the changes that's been made on our cars the rule changes that takes place and really nobody's even involved in the decisions you just somehow there'll be a new rule and we'll just be told this is what we're doing now you know and it's a costly rules change you know that some of us can afford just like some of the cars now you know you pay ten twelve thousand dollars for a rolling mini stock i mean i went to bowman gray just a couple months ago with the money in my pocket to bring one home but i just that that don't make sense you know yeah. i've got a race car let's go spend my money on my race car right. the picture yeah. you sent me was what twenty two twenty two thousand five hundred dollars race ready so for a mini I mean, stop for a mini stop it had a stop floor pan i mean it would be a legal race car to go buy and bring to anderson speedway and race it next race for how much to win how much they pay to win they pay 500 to win so which we ain't the smartest people driving race cars no you don't have to be real smart to be a race car driver that's proven you know but uh scott hamby proved that so you know but uh, (laughs) oh yeah so but uh but there again i'm just worried about the division and whole you know uh, and and i would say you know like you said earlier about all the cars that was there and you got and you still got tough you got you bj uh ryan howard campbell Oh, yeah. And y'all probably the Elite Four. Yep. Back 10 years ago, there was, there was 10 of y'all could win the race. Oh, yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. Uh, at that time, we had an engine rule that everybody had to pretty much run the same rods. We had a Cryer Sportsman rod. You had a Wise Co. piston. It's the only piston that would work on the rod. You could buy that set for like 600 bucks. Thankfully, I've had engine builders that just help me in any way you know they they build engines for me and give them to me randy smith has never charged me one penny to put an engine together for me and we've never blown one up for anything that was his fault or his problem you know right we've won hundreds of races with those engines but if i had to buy that i would have to go pay fourteen thousand five hundred bucks i know one engine builder is setting up over the price tags hanging on them that's not good you know not right. for a, a what i would call what i'd like to see an entry-level division of racing for right. the young folks yep. these people sitting in the grandstands i know would love to drive one of them race cars but they don't have that kind of money to that get into of, it you know right. so and, and we talked earlier you know and we talked about the bodies the bodies are okay kind of making them out of sheet metal making them look a little more i call it dirt wise or whatever a little more fancier looking because the body parts are hard to get in a high yep at that you know if you're trying to run a stock body so yeah so that's not the problem the motors just sounds like they've gotten out of hand that and some of the suspension stuff you can do you know uh like we can cut the cars up we cut the strut towers out of them and replace all that with tubing and uh you cut the rear ends out of them you can move the uh spring locations they can stand straight up and down now instead of using the stock spring buckets to put your jack screws in and stuff like what we should be doing right. the sprint the uh 
shock locations that can be changed. You don't have to have the stock stock shock mount and things. That's just getting away from many stock race cars. I right. mean, and Where you and I'm against that. it. I've got one of them. Right. And if they change the rules today, I'll leave mine at home. I, yeah. I know. I, yeah. What you're saying is they need to leave. The spring buckets where they are, the trailing yep. arms, stock trailing stock arms. Trailing there ain't arms. nothing stock anymore. Yeah, like I said yeah. before, you know, you give somebody a set of adjustable trailing arms that don't know how to use them, they're no good. Mm. They've hurt them. You know, all you yeah. got is a pretty red set of trailing arms under there you don't know anything about. Yeah. So I'm against that. Uh, and that's true if you don't know what you're doing, because I've had some people I built cars for back in the yeah. day, they go to cutting on them things and doing different stuff yep. with them yep. and have their stuff all messed up you know yep. it wouldn't work and think well this car ain't no good yeah you know I've, I've went back and put stock trailing arms on them and they've went and won races yeah well they uh they talking they're gonna make some of them add 100 pounds for some of the stuff they've got well i won six races in a row in 2016 with a car that weighed 95 pounds overweight you know so 100 pounds is not going to hurt these cars if anything you right. put it in the right spot and it'll hit it right so uh now, now back up do, do you have a total weight rule yes you had one pound per cc one pound per cc and do you have a left or right side rule uh 55 percent left side weight 55 so, percent yep mm-hmm. nothing no. over nothing over yep. so so yeah, so so in your mind, you know, there's a lot of things could be changed, but has it went too far? Oh yeah, it's went too far. Yeah, it definitely right. went too far for the budget racer. Right. You know, uh, when you can run a limited late model as cheap as you can run a mini stock, yeah. I'd say that's too far. Yeah, yeah. So basically, and this is always the way it's been, right? Yep. And in my lifetime of racing, so now. Mini stocks went too far, so it's super minis, and we're going to go back to a, a B mini. Now we're going to go back to a stock mini. Well, they have a class for something like that. That's what that, you got that, to have to grow. That's what I like to see. I'd like they they had the C mini division out there. You had to run a hydraulic head, stock body, and all. Like you said, the stock the bodies. I love the bodies that we mm. can use now. Uh, when we first started doing bodies on these cars, they was kind of homemade, chopped up, right. looked like dirt. And Rupert wouldn't even let you bring one of them through the gate, yeah. you know. Uh, but now that the body companies have, have adapted to some of that, we can buy the fenders, the nose pieces, and then sheet metal the rest of it, just like the roof that's on my car. I got it from uh, Aaron Adams, I think. Yeah, it's uh, an old late model. Yeah, it's an right? old late model uh, greenhouse. It's yeah. just set down mm-hmm. on the sheet metal, and it looks real good. It's a mm-hmm. real nice-looking race car, and that don't make the race car any faster. Right. It don't make it handle any better. Right. It just makes it a prettier probably race car. probably in the long run, it's cheaper. It's cheaper. Yeah. And yeah, it's a lot cheaper than trying than, to find a stock, stock body, body parts and, and all, all that. Yep, sure is. So what I'd like to see is Anderson to announce early in the season that we're going to go back to a C-mini type division next year. And let's just see how many cars we could get. You can still have our mini stock, but just have what you would call a pure stock four. Yeah. Your young kids could get in it. It you don't have to be a a, a young gun type. It could be anybody, but yeah. you, you have to meet that rule. Yeah, Even if Scott Hamby wanted to do it, he could do it. <laughs> yeah, so, so you're trying to create a, a division for Scott Hamby. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Help him out. All yeah. right. Well, we're gonna take uh, our last break, and we're gonna come back. David, you're welcome to hang out. Uh, appreciate oh, yeah. you coming in. We're gonna talk a little bit of dirt, and we're gonna get the rocket says. Up next here on Track Chat Live. Timco of the Upstate is a precision machine shop founded in 1968. For 54 years, they have been serving the Anderson area with their machining and fabrication needs. Located at 921 Pyramidary Road, they have kept up the pace with changing technology, tooling, and quality of service. The employees at Timco have 20 plus years of machining excellence. For a quote about fabrication or machining, call 864-226-8509 or visit their website, timcoupstate.com. Paul's All Hands on Deck is a family-owned and operated business serving the upstate with 15 years experience. Painting and pressure washing are just a few of the things they specialize in. They'll handle all your inside or outside jobs in a timely manner. Call them now for a free estimate at 864-213-7502. No job is too big or small for Hall's All Hands on Deck.
Entertaining Iron Speed Shop is your official cruise-in hot rod hangout in downtown Pickens, South Carolina. Specializing in buying and selling custom cars and trucks. Come show your ride at one of their weekend cruise-ins. If you get hungry, Miss Susan will have plenty of snacks, including hot dogs, fresh lemonade, and mini donuts. Check them out on Facebook at Octane and Iron Speed Shop. short track racing. The competition is guaranteed to leave you on the edge of your seat. Bring the entire family out for a fun night of racing that includes free face painting and activities for ages 12 and under. Bring a friend and head on out Highway 81 or take exit 27 off I-85. Check out their website AndersonMotorSpeedway.com for all things racing. Anderson Motor Speedway. Yeah, that racetrack. Hey, sounds like you got a bad alternator or starter. You need to stop by Jeans and let them check it out. Jeans specializes in automotive and heavy equipment. They service foreign or domestic starters and alternators. Don't get stranded on the road. Give Gene or Kenneth a call today at 864-246-3036 or stop by the shop 514 South Welcome Road in Greenville. When you want great food, don't run to the border. Head over to El Taco in Anderson, home of the scratch-made recipes. They're family-owned and operated at 192 Civic Center Boulevard behind Tractor Supply. All your Fiesta favorites, including Mexican hot dogs, quesadillas, and the 99-cent Taco Tuesday deal. Stop by for a lunch combo, set up your next catering, or simply use DoorDash. Call them at 864-540-8500 or eltacoanderson.com. This is Michael Smith. When I want the best short track racing coverage, I listen to Track Chat Live. Track Chat Live, Mondays at 6 p.m. on 104.7 WRIX, Electric City Bluegrass. Back here on Track Chat Live, Just Jeff and the Rocket, David Roberts. Hadn't seen David. There he goes. Yeah. Get a little dance going on over there. I'm going to play something good, and I'm going to move a little bit. There you go. He don't oh, quit yeah. thinking about them mini stops. He's in the groove. Now. <laughs> there we go. All right, it's time to do our dirt report, get a little dirt on dirt. And before we get started with our dirt report tonight, I got a message earlier this uh, afternoon, and a guy we had on here, him and his dad, Devin and Rick Kelly, Devin is building a 602 late model. He's going to go late model racing here in the next few weeks. And he's talking about maybe going to Livonia, Tacoa, and Lawrence. Going to try something different. So I know he's done a lot of pure stock racing, kind of, I think, some Thunder Bomber racing, but now he's wanting to switch things up. So be on the lookout for Devin Kelly. And yeah, be on the lookout, boys. Here he 602, comes. late uh, model. I'm glad to see him do that and move up a little bit and, and, and venture out. It's just, he just keeps, you know, to me, broadening his his skills and working on them. So, and that's, way to that's go, how Devin. you do it. He's done good in everything he's drove so far. Yeah. He, he has. He's real yeah. good. So he's, he's, he's driving the wheels off one. Yep. He's moving on to bigger, bigger things in the dirt scene. All right. So, Cherokee Speedway, they had a two day show. It was going to be Friday, Saturday, but Mother Nature kind of interfered with Saturday. So, they ran on friday and then sunday so the all-american stars was brian mullis won that event uh thunder bomber was our friend rod tucker who was here on track chat live not too long ago extreme four was jonathan surratt 604 late model was cheeseburger as they call him teddy musgrave and then street stock was caleb mclaughlin vintage was mark gulledge crown vic eight crown yeah crown vic eight sorry Adam Piercy, Pierce Stock was Mickey Brock, and the Mideast Mods was Kevin Pancrazio. I think that's right. And then the MMSA was Matt Gilbert. Did you go there, David? Oh, yeah, yeah. I went over there. We do the fast, those fastest qualifier awards. I got to award that to Matt Gilbert, and uh, he rolled a six or pulled a six out of the bag, started six, and just drove it back to the front. Wow, that's yeah, good. It was a good race. The whole all of it was. That 100-lapper was something to watch. So how much fat sauce barbecue sauce did he get? He got a quart for the pole award. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Okay. Yeah, yeah sure do, yeah. Cool. We, we fixed them up. 
That's cool. All right. Uh, Harris Speedway, they had no race. Uh, their next race is going to be uh, this Saturday, the 19th. They're going to have the Deadman Family Tribute. You t- said you know Deadman, the Deadman Family, David. Oh, yeah, the Deadman Family at Harris, yep. That's cool. Clyde Deadman. All right. Lawrence, the Darlington of Dirt, had their race on Saturday. The 602 Late Models was Dale Timms. Front Wheel Drive, Casey Towell. Thunder Bomber Futures was Trenton Jameson. MMSA was Brandley Lambert Memorial was Kevin Cooper. Thunder Bomber was Dustin Morris. Young Guns, Trent Gaines. Cadet, David Cannon. Then the Pure Stocks was Kevin Nations. Next race is going to be this Saturday. The Carolina Sprint Tour rolling into Lawrence. Livonia Speedway. This past Friday night, the front wheel drive was Seth Smith. Stock 8, Michael Seegers. Modified Street, Royce Bray. 360 sprints. Dale Howard. Limited late models was Bubba Russell. And then Young Guns was Cohen Fortson. Next race is going to be this Saturday, August the 19th. And then good old TR. They had a two-day show as well. They raced Friday and Saturday. Thunder Bomber Futures on Friday was by J.J. Williams. Thunder Bomber was Tyler Geis, not Geach. Rookie V8, Alyssa Kelly. Extreme Floor was Joey Kelly, her dad. Pure Stock was Jason McGrew. And Renegade Sportsman was Blake Bentley. Got him a nut. Yep. See, there, all of our guests here are winning, so that's great. Come on, Track Chat Live and win your race. Well, maybe we need to get geese on there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Tyler, Tyler Geis, one one uh Thunder Bomber on Sunday. Stream four was the real deal, Ricky Hill. Y'all remember that guy, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Pure Stock, Dustin Morris. Renegade Sportsman was Blake Bentley. And then the Sharp Mini Late Models was Brad Emerson. So, so they raced on Friday and Saturday. Apparently so. That's what I've got here. Yeah. They had the big rigs there on Saturday night. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Big yeah. rigs yeah, they, they, on dirt. They tear up some stuff. Yeah, that was They, they get to wrecking. That's, <laughs> that was crazy. Next race there is going to be on the 25th of August. And, David, it's time for your segment. He's, He's been, been scrolling, scrolling through, through the headlines all week long. Fasten your seatbelts. Now let's see what's on his mind. I want to share something with you. It's time for The Rocket Says, brought to you by Chastain Heating and Air, here on Track Chat Live. The Rocket Says, brought to you by Chastain Heating and Air. David, what you got? We're, like, running out of major time here. Well, running out of time. Well, yeah. I just kind of want to touch on one thing here a little bit. I want everybody listening to, to and I know it's just, it's a week old, right? The passing of Marty Ward. But his family's still here, and they're still grieving. They're still hurting, you know. So as a racing community, you know, let's let's keep reaching out, touching Jacob, you know, because you know that, that's a big loss for him. So, and I know from past experience that that kind of starts fading away, right? So I want to make it to make sure that people keep knowing and keep you know thinking of them and praying for them and 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 doing what we can to to help jacob move on in his young life and 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 do great things yeah well me and marty was from the same hometown we're both from marietta south carolina and i know everybody in our hometown is, is grieving over marty's loss and yeah. but we we're definitely praying for their whole family and everything and we appreciate anybody else yeah and if you can reach out whatever whatever it takes prayer lending hand you know just just whatever something you and marty had in common i don't know if you realize this y'all both are six time uh, track oh, yeah, champions yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. So, something yeah. about marietta is special yeah. yeah and uh thing about marty every time you saw him you know he, he used to go to smiling and grinning before you ever got there and you <laughs> never knew what he was going to say you know uh but uh hey i miss the chats that i've always had with marty i definitely will yeah, yeah i'll tell you what he was one of a kind and we're definitely definitely going to miss him just one of them that left a, a real big hole in a lot of people's hearts we will remember the family and our thoughts and prayers can what we do as a racing community with that being said, it's uh, that time. Man, great show. It, an hour goes by so fast. It does, man. It's too fast. Yeah. Yep. We got our cars running this fast. We've got it. There you go. But the great thing is we can always go to the official after party of Track Chat Live down at El Taco. Maybe we should try some Fatso's barbecue sauce on hey, some tacos. Work. <laughs> we'll try that. We'll head down to El Taco for an after party tonight. If you can't make it down there, maybe you can go to Electric City Pizza tomorrow for the official lunch buffet from 11 to 2 for $9.99. That's a great deal. 
But until then, we'll be back here next Monday night talking some Shrine Race stuff. So guys, make sure you tune in, and we'll see you guys next Monday here on Track Chat Live. Good night, Jeff. Good night, John Boy.